I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Get you. We make good food and cocktails too. I'm here for you to make it cute. Yeah, make it cute. Oh, me and you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back joining us for yet another episode and joining us for another week of fun content. So on this episode, I was sitting here just kind of brainstorming, what do I want to talk about? What's something that's kind of been in my future of that I wanted to talk about on this show? And one thing that I feel like I try to do with the show is talk about things that are either relevant to me in my current life or things that I might be doing or experiencing. But I realized that there's something that most of us are experiencing, and that is living remotely and living from home. At least you should be. I understand if your job says you have to come in, I do not fault you. But, you know, as mentioned, we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We are in the home stretch of this virus and this pandemic. Um, to an extent, you know, vaccines are rolling out and so many exciting things are happening. But one thing that is consistent and that will probably stay consistent for a couple of years to come is the idea of working remotely and the idea of flexible working arrangements. So I want to talk a little bit about that and what that looks like for me and like kind of how I'm adjusting. And then I want to talk about a couple things. I want to talk about stopping the grind. That topic has been out and about, but I feel like it's always presented in such a boring way that I'm like, this is a snooze fest. I don't care to really pay attention to this. So I want to 
stop the grind and put it on its head and present it in a more fun, digestible way. And then I want to also talk about you know, ways to kind of keep revitalized and rejuvenated and also just some of my favorite work from home essentials that I had no idea that I even needed until I had it. So I think that's kind of like what this episode is going to be about. And I'm going to tell a couple stories about like when I was working back in my office and all that fun jazz, because I think right now during these times, we are feeling a lot more nostalgic and we are missing the times where we had our old normal of working and interacting with people and going to lunch and grabbing a coffee and all of that jazz. So I really want to just like rehash some of the good, really just kind of keep this episode nice and light, nice and happy. And also if you take something away from it, that is all I can really ask for. So without further ado, let's kind of get into it. So I do want to start by talking about like where we were versus like where we're going. So where we were, like I used to work in an office with about 35 people um, in a in one room, but you know, the room was big and um, it was on my client and it was just a great environment. You got to come in every morning, say hello, handshakes, whatever, interact with people, high fives. Um you would get bagels on Monday. That's one thing that um, the building that I worked in always did um, was Bagel Mondays. And if you're from the New York, New Jersey area, if you have not tried Essa Bagel, it is absolutely my favorite place in the city to order bagels from. And that's where they would always get it from. Um, more on the east side, I think they just opened up at a location near uh, Penn Station. But for all my listeners who aren't around here, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to talk too much about it. But for my listeners around here, you need to go try that. But um, they would always get us these really good bagels on Mondays. And like, I miss just kind of like the genuine interaction of just seeing people in person. I work from home and I live alone. So I don't see many people except for via like Google Meets or Zoom or whatever the means may be, but it's all virtual all through the phone. I try and stay home and, you know, stop the spread and do my part, but it definitely is hard. And it's like one of those things that I definitely feel like even if you're a student that back in school, you interact with people, you have your group projects. Heck, I even miss group projects, despite how horrible they could be, just for the purpose of interacting with another human. I think that we really took for granted the situations that we had set up and the models that were built um, in years prior. But I think that there's also a lot of benefits that are going to come from this flexible working arrangement and this flexible working environment. I use the word flexible a lot because it truly has allowed me a lot of flexibility due to the industry I'm currently working in. Um, I'm entering something which is called busy season for me. Um, and if there's any like accountants listening, then you may understand the struggle and I'm not a tax accountant. Let me just like disclose that I am, uh, I work in a different branch of that field, but that is like kind of like my background. And so I understand corporate America. I understand building camaraderie with not only your team, but your clients and all that jazz. Like, you know, I have drank the corporate Kool-Aid and I know how to navigate. But I would say one thing that is really hard whenever you're actually working in the office is stopping the grind. And I think that this concept of stopping the grind has become more talked about and more prevalent as we're working from home because 
we don't have that immediate support system to, you know, say, let's step out for a coffee or to make sure that you're stepping away for lunch. Or in some cases, if you work that late dinner, um, to make sure that you're staying hydrated and grabbing water to make sure that you're not just sedentary at your desk. So I want to talk about the concept of stopping the grind and also ways that I've implemented stopping the grind into my personal life, as well as ideas that I may want to implement in the future. And no, stopping the grind for me does not include like taking naps or anything. I try to use all my hours to be as productive as possible, working a nine to five job, plus being a podcast host, plus being a social media content creator. I wear a lot of different hats throughout the week. So it's all about maximizing my hours and finding the time to get everything done. So I would say one way that I have learned to stop the grind is by intentional snacking. And by intentional snacking, I mean not snacking because I'm bored or because I am lonely or because I'm procrastinating, but taking touch points and listening to my hunger cues to step away from my computer to make a quick little roll up or do the tortilla trend, which may be partially what we're featuring in this episode or um, get like, you know, a handful of fruit, whatever the case may be. But I did already spoil it accidentally. So I do want to talk about the recipe for this. So I want to give a little bit of background. If you're not on TikTok, one, why not? Just do it. You're not cooler because you don't have TikTok. You will love the app. You'll become addicted just like the rest of us. You're just a little bit later to the game. But on the right side, since you're a little bit later to the game, that means that there's a lot more content to consume that has already been out for months. But if you are on TikTok, and especially if you're on food TikTok, one trend that has gone viral is this tortilla trend where you cut a slit in a tortilla And then you fold it into quarters. And I'm obsessed with this trend. So I'm just telling you my little take on it. And it is lower in calories. But, you know, we calories don't matter, honestly. Eat what you want. Eat what you love. But this is something that tastes really good. It has a lot of good nutrients. It's a nice little pick-me-up. And it's not too heavy. So this could be a snack. Or if you want it, you could make two of these and make it a meal. Um, However the case is. I think this is a really fun way to kind of stop the grind to, you know, make something quickly for yourself and also something that tastes good. So without further ado, let's talk about the recipe. So you're going to get a tortilla. Any type of tortilla will work. I'm using like spinach low carb wraps. That is just what I have on hand. But you can use any type of tortilla or pita or anything that you want. A pita would work really well for this recipe because this is kind of like a Greek inspired recipe. Um, So that's it's not traditional. Let me disclose that. It's not traditional by any means. It's like a, a ham and cheese with like a little, <laughs> it's a hybrid of multiple cultures and cuisine. So I'm not going to like really try and categorize it. It's just something that I eat that's yummy. So what I want you to do is get a tortilla or wrap of your choice and start at the very middle and then just cut uh, down towards yourself or away from yourself you just need like a little line cut um just so then you have half of the tortilla intact and then the other half is like kind of like in two if that makes sense um if not look at the tortilla trend on tiktok and then you have a visual associated with that but on one quadrant the thing that i've learned is that 
you need to have your cheese on the third and fourth quadrant. So people usually fill this in quadrants and quadrant one is in the bottom left. Quadrant two is in the top left. Quadrant three is in the top right and quadrant four is in the bottom or bottom right. So there's a method to the madness. I want my cheese in the third and fourth quadrants because those are the quadrants that are going to hit direct heat. So I want nice, melty, ooey-gooey cheese that's going to hold everything together. What else am I going to put in there? And what type of cheese am I going to use? So I am going to use whatever type of meat I have on hand. I'm using honey ham. You can use whatever meat you feel like would go well with this. But one thing that's super important is before you put anything on it is you want to spread a dressing of your choice. I'm using a Greek dressing, as I said. Um, You can use an Italian dressing. You can make a balsamic vinaigrette. I a couple weeks ago gave um, recipes for different how like the basic vinaigrette and how you can like jazz it up. So check that out. And if you want to use that, if you use store-bought salad dressing, nobody is judging you. We are a judge-free zone here. We love our food and we love ourselves and nobody's going to judge you for it, at least not out loud. Anyways, you're doing this like not on camera. I don't know. I don't know your life. (laughs) But I like to spread the dressing all across the tortilla before I even get started. So then it's kind of in every bite. Then I'm going to lay my ham down on one side. My ham is actually big enough to cover quadrants one and two. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And then I'm going to lay some Munster. That's the cheese that I have. Again, if you have mozzarella, that's great. If you have feta, that's delicious. Use what you have on hand. And that's what I really like about this trend is it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. You kind of have the basic premise of it, but then you can kind of customize it and fill it. I've seen pizzas kind of condensed into that. I've seen like breakfast foods condensed into it. I mean, you can, the sky's really the limit. This is just what I've been doing. This is what I find yummy and nourishing and nutritious. So again, use what you have on hand. (laughs) You don't need to buy any special ingredients for this. Um, So you could also use mayo on the bottom instead of salad dressing, just as a disclaimer. That'd be really good with the ham cheese kind of combo that we're doing. Um, On the third quadrant and fourth quadrant, I'm laying some Munster over. And then I'm taking just some romaine lettuce. And I'm going to toss that with a little bit more of my dressing and a little bit of salt and pepper. Because I will do a salad recipe on this show at some point. But if you are not putting salt and pepper on your salads... You are doing it wrong because you should season your food. And everyone's like, whoa, that's so weird. But have you ever gone to Olive Garden or a restaurant where the salads are just so good? You know why? They're putting seasoning on the salad. I know. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. It's one of those concepts that is just so foreign. But it is something that is effective and makes everything taste so much better. So... Again, in a small bowl off to the side, a little bit of dressing, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, massage that into your leaves so then they wilt down a little bit. Then I'm spreading that on top of the cheese. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to fold my first quadrant up to my second quadrant, my second quadrant over to the right to my third quadrant, my third quadrant down to my last quadrant. And then I'm going to take my favorite Trader Joe's coconut spray oil, or you can use like Chosen Foods avocado spray oil. You can use butter. Um, I'm using a spray oil just because I want to keep the calories a little bit lower. That's my preference. That's my choice. 
because I'm like, this is supposed to be like more of a snack to kind of like keep me going throughout the day. So I don't want something super heavy. But if you want to use butter, use butter, my dear. I love that. We love butter. Anyways, get a pan and we're going to add our oil or butter. And once it's hot, we're going to add it seam side down. So that last fold that you did, you want to make sure that crisps up first. So then you have a good foundation that your cheese isn't going to fall out or your wrap isn't going to fall apart. You're going to cook that until it's your desired crispiness and caramelizedness. And you're going to give it a nice flip, cook it on the other side, and then let it sit for like a minute before you slice it. And then you can slice it or you can just eat it whole. I'm not judging. Nobody's watching you. So do it however you please but it is so easy and it's such a fun little trend so i wanted to definitely like incorporate that into the recipe for this episode but yeah mine is kind of like a take on like a deconstructed greek salad um not quite greek salad but greek salad adjacent i sound like allison roman um but it is really more so adjacent because you know ham is not really a traditional ingredient in greek salad neither is munster but you can use you know cucumbers or olives or whatever you feel like if you want to make it a little bit more greeky but that's my story I'm sticking to it and I want to get back to kind of like talking about how I stop the grind and ways that I use to decompress so another thing that I think is really great to stop the grind is actually being productive in another sense, I think a lot of times when we have a task in front of us, it's very easy to want to just kind of power through, move on to the next, and then keep going, keep going, keep going. But the thing is, you're home. So now you have other responsibilities of maintaining your home and your living space that you are currently living in 24-7. So one way that I like to stop the grind is by setting a five-minute timer. And I use five minutes as my basis because if I was to go get a coffee or go get Starbucks. I know that sounds like the same thing, but it's not the same thing. But if I was to go out in the middle of my workday back, if I was working in the office, I would usually be gone for about five minutes. And that's my justification. If I went to go fill up my water or something of that nature. So it's one of those things that I think is great to do is just like be productive and be engaged in your own home. So one thing that I'll do is I will put in a load of laundry and maybe I'll like empty out my dishwasher. Emptying out my dishwasher only takes like five minutes. I live alone and I don't use that many dishes. Um, Maybe I'll fill my dishwasher. Maybe I'll clean my bathroom sink and my toilet. Um, maybe I'll clean off my shower head. There's a lot of things around the home that you can do. And you'll think yourself if you take maybe like two or three, five minute breaks a day and just like get it done. There's so many times where it becomes overwhelming to think that I'm going to have to do a big clean at the end of the day, that I'm going to have to make up for lost time, but I can build the time in and also just take a step away from my work. And then when I come back, I feel rejuvenated and revitalized and just great about getting back into it, if that makes sense. I know it may seem like, oh, you're just swapping one work for other work, but I would say that it isn't necessarily like that. It's more so like you're swapping your main work for something that will eventually bring you joy, if that makes sense. Uh, Another way that I really like to stop the grind is just by taking a quick walk. Um, 
I know that this is probably talked about a lot, but honestly, just getting a little bit of fresh air is so helpful. There's sometimes where I'm stuck on a problem at work and I just cannot figure it out for the life of me. And I take five minutes, I step away, I step into my courtyard and that cool winter air hits my face and I just feel like refreshed. Like, did you watch Jimmy Neutron when you were growing up? Jimmy Neutron would always have these brain blasts. I get a brain blast whenever I go outside and not because it's cold, but more so because I need that inspiration and that time away to really like get out of the details and come back on a higher level and be able to see where exactly I was going wrong. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. So that's a couple of ways that I stopped the grind, but I also want to talk about not just stopping the grind and not just like, you know, stepping away from work, but also like I am working from home full time. How do I work from home, not only in my professional nine to five business, but also in my personal life, I have certain things that I need for these work from home essentials. And I just want to talk about them because it's stuff that I never really thought that I would need. And then I now have it and I'm completely obsessed with it. So one thing is a humidifier, like an essential oil diffuser or humidifier. I love them so much. Yes, the pauses are dramatic, but it is for good reason. I have felt so much more at peace and so much more calm ever since I have put one near my desk. I have these fresh citrus scents or these relaxing lavender scents or these jasmine scents. I am completely obsessed. Like I'm not going to switch out my lifestyle and become like an anti-vaxxer and like try and cure all my problems with essential oils. But what I will say is these essential oils calm me down and they make me chill out and they make me take a step back and just realize that everything's going to be okay. And it makes my apartment smell amazing. So essential oil diffuser, definitely, if you don't have one, I highly suggest getting one. Another thing that I absolutely love is just little decorative things for my workspace. It makes my workspace feel less like a workspace and more like cozy. So one thing that I have is my friends got me these little fake succulents. That's something that I use to decorate. And then I have a fake candle because I wouldn't want to put a real candle right next to a computer monitor. 
because I really like my apartment and don't want to have to use my renter's insurance policy um, to each their own. But again, I like using a fake candle and it looks like birchwood and it's just something that like actually calms me and brings me joy and actually helps me work better. I know it sounds weird, but having like that clean streamlined workspace really does impact the work quality that you're doing. So that is another thing that I really try and have available. And of course you need a good office chair. I got an office chair that didn't have lumbar support. So I ended up buying a lumbar pillow and I've never felt better. So that is my third work from home essential that I would say that you absolutely need just to prep yourself for success. And one thing that I definitely miss about working in corporate America and working in an office is a supply drawer or supply closet or supply room, wherever the case may be. Um, now I've started kind of like supplementing my own supplies. So I've been just buying supplies in bulk and that has been great. Um, and I just get them off of Amazon, but I know that's not a work from home essential because like most people will have some type of like pen or notepad or whatever, but I do think it's a work from home essential because I need it. And it's something that I use every single day. Another one of my work from home essentials is I went and bought a physical planner. As much as I use my Google Calendar whenever I'm working to collaborate with coworkers and whatnot and friends, um, another thing that I really value is being able to write down my goals and write down my plans and really just have something physical for me to reference off of. I think it's super important to have that kind of physical reference and that physical item that can keep you accountable and keep you sane. I think also writing things down helps you remember things better as well. It may be a myth. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but I do think that writing things down in a physical planner does help me keep organized, especially whenever I'm wearing so many hats. I can write down podcast episode ideas. I can write down TikTok content ideas. I can write Instagram content ideas. I can write down things that I have to achieve in my personal life whether it's writing in the book that I might be writing or anything else, I think it's just super important to have that. (laughs) And another thing that I think is another huge work from home essential, which it's not really an essential, but it's more so just something that I really appreciate having is really comfortable loungewear. I invested in some loungewear whenever I first started working from home and honestly it's been great because it's different than my pajamas and it's different than like the clothes I would wear to the office it's just like the perfect medium where I look comfortable but I still look somewhat put together I don't look like a complete slob but I don't also look like I'm ready to go to an interview or something so I think having really good clothes and having that separation mentally of getting ready for your day is super important. And I want to talk a little bit about that as well is carve out time in your day for yourself, whether that's your mornings or that's your nights or afternoons. One thing that I do is in my mornings, I'm not accessible. Before 9am, if you try and reach me, unless you're my mom, you will not be reaching me. Um, And that's just something that I've instilled in myself. That time is protected for me, and I don't like sharing that time with anyone else because that's the only time that I really get to myself during the day. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself and 
if you haven't listened to last week's episode, my word of the year and my mantra of the year is mindfulness. And that is kind of the quality and trait that I'm trying to exhibit this year. And one way that I'm being mindful to myself that I didn't mention last week is by keeping my mornings protected just for myself, whether that's just enjoying a cup of coffee or doing something productive in my personal life or doing something productive in my work life. That time is for me and me alone. And that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I want to talk about stopping the grind, but I want to talk about stopping the grind in a little bit different way. So once it hits five o'clock or six o'clock, depending upon what type of job you work at, I'm sure you need something to drink to take the edge off. So I want to talk about a nice, easy cocktail that you can make soon as you get off work and just something that'll like be relaxing and warm and nice. So this is going to be kind of like a take on like a Jack and Coke. Um, so of course we're going to start with Jack and we're going to get a glass filled with ice. This is super simple, super straight to the point, And it's something that you can sip on after work. So I didn't want to make it too complicated. I didn't want to involve any shakers or anything. The last thing I want to do when I get off work is bust out an MFO shaker. Like, I, I don't know how you feel, but I'm not trying to bust that out at 5 p.m. I'm trying to drink for results, <laughs> as my friend Justin, call, uh, call, call me Cookum, says. Um, I'm trying to drink for results. I'm trying to, you know, get her done. And the way I'm doing that is by keeping the pores heavy and keeping the effort low. So let's do two ounces of Jack into a glass filled with ice. Then let's top it off with either Coke or Coke Zero. I use Coke Zero. I'm a Coke Zero stan. I'm in that cult. Um, I buy Coke Zero over regular Coke 99% of the time. Um, That is my prerogative. And that is, I, I know it's not the best for me. And I know aspartame, there's all the grievances. And I'm not going to get into that because I'm not going to defend my position on why I like Coke Zero. I like it and I'm going to use Coke Zero, but I'm also going to add in a half ounce of lime juice and then I'm going to add in a half ounce of grenadine for a little bit of sweetness. So you have a little bit of tart, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of strongness, and then you also have kind of like the sweetness from the Coke as well. The pomegranate syrup which is the grenadine will complement the coke really well and the lime juice will kind of cut the whiskey and it's just like really easy to sip on and it's really great and you probably have most of those ingredients in your pantry or in your bar cart or liquor cabinet already so that's how you can stop the grind and take the edge off of your day at the end of the day and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this episode. I think that I kind of hit most of my main points and I am so happy that you joined me for another episode. I hope that you are able to take something away and take something back to your Zoom setup or your working from home setup or just even just reminiscing a little bit about what it was like back when we were in our old normal. We are at the finish line and I'm so excited to see what these next couple months hold with reopenings and vaccine distributing and all that. And I hope that maybe we can revisit this topic and talk about our new normal whenever it's actually in effect. Until then, I will see you later. Bye. 
you had a good time if so then please subscribe and leave a review because this podcast is new we drink we eat we laugh out loud my name is miles that's all for now